like that whole little like the, the whole whatever that thing's called the you know uh, the time extender yeah I mean, that it's that it's a really brilliant mechanism oh it's like, huge but it's got to be a pain yeah, but I guess like I don't I don't like working on Gottlieb EMs. Thank you, thank you. We are on the same page there, baby. I'm like, dude, can you make your mechanisms any le- like any more wonk, like janky or sensitive or like less bulletproof in your lives? Oh my! Yeah, but it's funny though because it's like when they were new. I think they, I mean they were bulletproof, but like fifty years on or whatever, they're just like they're super sensitive. But they're also built like hard to service. I exactly, think. you can't get to like, anything. Like Williams, all that stuff is like really easily serviceable. Right? Thank like, you. you know, the Grand Prix that you sold, me. you know, that Grand Prix is a joy to work on. But whenever I have to work on my jumping jack, it makes me just roll my eyes. I'm oh, like, you're really like. <laughs> That's got one of them AB units, right? Yeah. Oh my God, what a goddamn nightmare. What is that all about? <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's like that game should have been a solid state game. I just I can't believe that that thing works. Well, that Grand Prix, same same. You know, you got two oh, yeah. players keeping track of separate bonuses, separate multipliers. Um, you know what I mean? It's like what the heck? It's got to be an engineering nightmare to keep that yeah. thing. Like, I mean, and yeah, but you ain't there. You know, there ain't nothing like ripping them spinners on that sucker. Nope, it's the perfect game. Oh, that, and that's a great uh, gambling game. Favorite, Go ahead. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, but my favorite game, I, I like Bally Solid State games. I, I, I so which I one, baby? Which of those Bally's? <clears throat> which ones? I mean, like, I mean, my favorite games, like I, a Centaur. I want Centaur so bad. Oh, um, destroy Dolly, Centaur. Yeah. <laughs> My Viking, my Xenon. Oh, okay, okay. You, okay. I'm going to do this like I did to the dude that has the had the space shuttle that I eventually owned after like seven years. I <laughs> will own your Viking, yeah, baby. You know, there's a lot of people in line for that. No, 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 no. You're going to will it to me. Eventually, all those people <laughs> will die before me, and I will get your Viking, baby. You watch. Oh, that that's one of the that's almost one of the perfect early ballets, baby. I totally agree. That game is just it's such a pleasure to play. I, it's I don't so know, much it's fun. So good. It's and even when you suck at it, you're like, all right, fine, I'll do it again. You know what I mean? There's something about those outlanes, right? When you can bounce the ball back in, it just makes you feel That's like the centaur you thing. Can't do anything wrong. That's the centaur thing too. You know that little like, oh baby, I can do this. Boom. You're like, right. yeah. yeah. You're totally right. I love that. Yeah, no, no, the Viking though. Oh, I love my Viking. <laughs> and you know, Globetrotters is a killer one too from that era too. My buddy yeah. Kevin had one here for like a year before he came and picked it up. So I played that one for a long time. And that's one that's like, man, the center, like the bounce off of the uh, inline drops, like center, lay, like center drain stuff. Like the thing like is brutal sometimes. Yeah, I think any game that has inline drop targets and a spinner gets like a big thumbs up for me. Those there you are like go. My two favorite things in pinball, I think. That inline drops thing—that was a genius. That was genius, baby. All right, oh, so we got a couple things left on the agenda here. What did everybody say when he goes? Oh, okay, the big—you know how this. There must be like seven trillion threads on Pinside about 
LEDs versus incandescents for older games. So let, we're talking about those vintage valleys like that you're like you're talking about, like your Viking. You got LEDs or you got incandescents in that? Both. Both. All right. So where? Yeah, where so tell me about your LED placements and selection. Okay, LEDs absolutely have a place when they will keep the game working better longer, right? All right. Games burn up their general illumination connector. So Uh, rebuild the general illumination connector, put some LEDs in there, and you'll never have the problem again. So GI under plastics where you don't see them, behind the back glass, stuff like that? Yeah, definitely. Behind the, and sometimes I'll only do like I'll do a fifty-fifty mix. Like on my Viking, I only have a fifty-fifty mix. Um, I in the G, the, in uh, the GI. Equipment. Yeah, on the GI. Uh-huh. I really like using LEDs for the feature lights too much, unless they're really hard to get to. I operated an eight ball deluxe for a long time, and there's that. There's like one light that's like underneath the drop target bank. Oh yeah, I know exactly. I had an eight, I had to work on one of those MFs. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. So I always put LEDs there, right? But like, even on some of my EMs, right? I, I'm an operator too. So it's like, it's a convenience thing for me. Like on some EMs, I'll throw, um, you know, like a game looks like crap if you can't see the score reels. So yep. sometimes I'll go throw some LEDs into the score reels. Oh, that, you mean those little ones that illuminate each reel like that? That's a good idea, baby. I haven't thought of that. Yeah, I mean, just, again, it's like, but, uh, you know. And that would also brighten that would also brighten up your back glass, wouldn't it? A little bit without having to like LED it up too much. Uh, yeah. That's it's like what I was gonna say is like not all LEDs are created equal. I definitely think some are better than others. Personally, uh-huh. like the comet, uh, the comet uh, LEDs with the with the frosted tips and the warm white, or not the frosted tops. Uh huh. Favorite, like just in the, the warm color. white. You're saying warm white is what you're using in like those old ones like that. Yeah, because it looks to me it looks the most like an incandescent. But like uh, on like my roller games, for example, I put every single light in the back box as an LED, and it was like way too bright. So uh huh. Like, half of them out, and it was the perfect like brightness. Oh, uh-huh, there you Sometimes go. You'll even save money by using less lights. <laughs> there you go. So you just like you just left half of the lights out. You didn't even put half of them back as incandescents. You just left half out. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even think of that. But incandescents totally have their place too, right? Like I'm working on this Bride of Timbot and I think that, that you know, the, there's like lights that go around the bride's head on her like helmet. Yeah. They just look so much cooler as an incandescent because of the way they kind of burn in and out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. People have like feelings towards it that way, but to me, I like it from a serviceability standpoint. You're going to put LEDs in a game, you'll never burn up connectors, they'll last forever. You'll never need to change him again. So, yeah. yeah you know. That's Tim Arnold's approach at uh, uh, Pinball Hall of Fame. He's pretty yeah. much all the machines have LEDs in the back glasses because they're on so much to keep the heat down so that they don't, like, fry all the ink on the back glasses. So, For sure. Well, I guess the other thing, too, right, is, like, your general illumination connectors, the GI connectors burn up because the game's, like, ancient you know they're all like 30 years old right they were on for you know almost 24 hours exactly they're running like 18 hours a day exactly but nowadays they're in your house and maybe they get turned on for two hours a week right exactly so you ain't got to worry about that anymore yeah, it, it, it's a it's kind of splitting hairs, but again, like you know, I'm a service tech, so I kind of don't want to re 
I don't want to be lifting that play field and trying to find that goddamn bulb on that eight ball deluxe. God damn it, no you doubt. Know it, man. You know it. Exactly right. So yeah, my cyclones like that, like the pop bumpers under the, the under the ramps there. I don't want to be going under there having to take the ramps off just to get a damn bulb out of there, you know. Exactly. Yeah, that no, kind of that, stuff. That's totally my feelings on it too. Um, you know, again, it's like I just try to make things look good, and to me, warm white looks nice, and that's what I use. There you go. So your warm and, white and comets. Yeah. About this for an hour. Yeah, I know people. I mean, you know how people get. It's like whatever, dude. What evs, you know? And Tim doesn't even care. He throws whatever. He, I've been there before, and some of them are like garishly ugly on the back glasses, and he don't give a af because it's like you know, it's like I'm saving when he's got 400 machines going, he's saving thousands of dollars a month just by throwing LEDs in there instead of incandescents just in the back glasses, and, you know. And he's like, he don't care. It's his electric bill. He's trying to, you know, save. Absolutely. Well, and saving, again, you know, the inks and the plastic. That's another big thing he told me. Yeah, he told me that, too. That's a big thing. You know, that's half the reason the back glasses all get all cracked and flaky is because of the heat of the, you know, the bulbs. So, you know, even if it's a little garish or whatever, at least you ain't wasting your ink, right? Yeah, well, and again, Tim put all those lights in those games a long time ago. Exactly. LEDs have come a long There's that as well. And, you know, just like you said, he's a service dude. So once he puts them in and they ain't failing, he ain't going to change them out. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And that little edifice he's building out there on the freeway looks like a gigantic concrete box. Have you seen any of those pictures of him building out there? Yeah, I saw it. It's, it's, the, it's the Pinball Bunker, man. Exactly. It's, 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 it's huge. I'm like, cracking. that's a great name for it. I'm like, Tim's Pinball Bunker is a great name for it. I'm like, oh my God, look at them things. It's like giant concrete walls, but it's like gigantic. It looks like, well, you know, R.I.P. the... Uh, PPM warehouse up in Oaktown or Alameda. Yeah. yeah. Oh my lordy. Hopefully yeah. that. I mean, I don't know if they'll be able to open that up again. I don't know. I keep hearing. PPEs were incredible. Oh man, I keep hearing mixed signals from there. Yes, and then no, and then you know who knows. All right, cowboy. I'm gonna let you go. Say hey to Eska for me. Love her Instagram and. I mean, it's 10 o'clock your time. So you guys have already adjusted the whole, like, East Coast, Southern time if you're eating dinner at, like, 7 or 8 o'clock, huh? <laughs> yeah, oh, well, you know, you gotta wind down and after coming home from work, I have to drink my pre-dinner beer. There you go, baby. And, you know, unwind and then make dinner. So, yeah, there you go. So do they have, like, all the whole craft beer thing going out there like they do out here? Oh, totally. Yeah, there's oh, a yeah? breweries out here. Um, I've got a buddy that I, or a guy that I met, just turned into a pinball fanatic, but he does uh, super traditional, like German style beers. Oh, there you and, go. Like, uh, give me like an old school Pilsner, maybe, or something like that. Yeah, he makes like a lot of. Uh, he call it's a Keller beer. It, it, you know, when oh. you go to Germany, every single town they have a couple breweries, and all their beers a little different. And uh-huh. It's called a, It's like a cellar beer, right? So it's a it's a take on a light lagerish kind yes. of beer. Anyways, but since the pandemic happened, he's been doing a drive-through where you can buy a thirty-two ounce crowler for five bucks. Oh, doggies! I like those prices right oh. there. I've been going through and drinking it a lot. That's, I I like those prices right there a lot, baby. (laughs) Oh, my lordy. 
when you come down, uh, you'll, I'll definitely take you to some cheap breweries. They're very All right. Well, I'm going well, one of these days. I don't really fly much, so I'm going to have to wait to see you at a show or something, baby. When I'll we, bring, like, oh, you know, you'll do a pinball road trip one day in that sweet van. Right? That's true. Bring that's true. Bread, and I'll be, I'll bring in my little oven and I'll bake bread the whole way across the country, baby. Just to, I'm doing, yeah. I'm doing baguette, baguettes now, so they scale up a little better than the big loaves. Yeah, and I see been giving you some donations like, a little bit i think i'm it. yeah let's see so i think cool. i've made like 23 dollar <laughs> hey, there you go that's not like a little bit of flour right exactly that's like you know almost uh that's a couple like 10 pounds worth of rye or something 20 pounds worth of rye flour so cool <laughs> enough go. baby but you know how it is it's like pinball you don't worry about that kind of stuff if you did then you wouldn't do it in the first place right Yep, share the love. That's what it's all exactly. about. Exactly. Share the pinball love. Share the bread love, baby. Kyle, it's great to talk to you. Can't wait to see you in person when we do some pinball live. I got my Tommy dollars ready for the glass, and we're going to do some gambling. And uh, ready. so ready. So thanks for doing this, cowboy, and I'll talk to you hopefully soon. Problem anytime, and you take it easy. All right, baby. Later. Bye bye. Bye bye.